0: Welcome to Building Charleston, a podcast where we shine a bright light on the dynamic companies changing the landscape of Charleston, South Carolina. My name is Matt Chapterlane, and as your host each week, I'll be bringing you the most interesting business owners in the Lowcountry. We'll explore how they got to where they are, what they're working on, and what their vision is for the future of Charleston. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoy this week's episode.
1: Episode of Building Charleston is brought to you by Lane Commercial Real Estate. The Low Country's premier commercial real estate brokerage firm focused on Charleston's office, retail, and industrial tenants. If you're responsible for your company's real estate needs and your company is expanding, looking to open a new location, or opening the first location in the Charleston area, give Lane Commercial Real Estate a call at 843 508 3038 or go to the website at www.lanecre.com. That's L-A-I-N-E-C-R-E.com.
0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Building Charleston podcast, the podcast where we take a moment each week to meet the leaders changing the landscape of Charleston, South Carolina. My name is Matt Chapdelaine, I'm the host of the Building Charleston podcast, and I'm also the broker in charge at Lane Commercial Real Estate, the Lowcountry's premier commercial real estate company, representing Charleston's office, industrial, and retail tenants with their real estate needs. We are recording this podcast on September 13, 2019, from the offices of Lane Commercial Real Estate. This episode marks the start of the second season for the Building Charleston podcast. I look forward to bringing you guests each week, all the way from now through the holiday season, buckle up because we're going to have some fun and hopefully learn a little bit along the way. So today's guest not only has an interesting story, but what he does is really personal to me because it dramatically improves the quality of people's life. I had a stretch in my career where I was working my butt off. I mean, like all the time, as I'm sure a lot of the listeners out there are in a similar situation. You're, you're working hard. Just You got a lot of stuff going on. You're working around the clock. In my case, we had just had our first kid, and after like a year and a half of work, I woke up and weighed myself for the first time in about 18 months, and I'd gained 40 pounds. I was 40 pounds heavier than I'd ever been in my life. Not even sure how it happened, but it did. And when I look at today's guest, what he's doing is incorporating a lot of the same philosophies that helped me get healthy again. Today's guest is not just building a business. He's not just building Charleston, but he's building Charleston's muscles. I'm pleased to welcome J.D. Porcelli to the Building Charleston podcast. J.D., welcome. Man, really grateful to be here. Thanks, Matt. Thank you very much. It's good to have you here. And for those listeners who have never met J.D., he's a really shy guy, so I'm going to do everything I can to you know, pull him out of his her shell here. That'll be my, <laughs> my challenge of the day. So with that said, J.D., you've lived in a lot of different places your whole life. You've lived in Hawaii, amongst others. Uh, you grew up in New England, uh, similar background to me. What made you move and land on Charleston, South Carolina? I've always had a little bit of that nomad in me. And so I
2: did travel a bunch in my 20s. I come from a musical background, as a matter of fact, and growing up in Connecticut, moved around, had an opportunity to live in Hawaii, took a one-way plane ticket when I was 21 out there, had like a grand in my pocket, and just said, let's go live life and adventure sort of way. So I moved back to Connecticut, thinking I'd only be there for about a couple months, and it turned into a couple years and so I was always on the lookout for the next town, you know, maybe that's a millennial thing of just, you know, thinking, you know, place in the world, very cute and romantic, right? <laughs> so Charleston came up on the map. Uh, I had some family members talking about it, which to my own admission thought it was just some hillbilly town in the South. I came down to visit blown away, changed my life. I've lived here a little over nine years. I just picked up same thing I did out in Hawaii I said, let's, let's go for it. I didn't have any jobs lined up. I had just become a certified personal trainer and was really green in that department. And I picked up and I moved out here with a buddy of mine. He let me sleep in his sunroom for a little over a year while I was building my book of clients. And it's been a blessing since day one.
0: So your business is Power Moves Unlimited. The name itself just uh, gets you pumped up. Tell us a little bit about your company uh, and, and what is it? Sure. So getting
2: started in personal training The whole mission was to obviously have a cool job while also helping people. And it's definitely still that. But I've noticed along the way that there's a high turnover rate in my industry. And I've noticed the trainers that make it take a much more in-depth, holistic approach. And that's kind of been my area of expertise anyways. I've always been fascinated with human behavior and wanting to help the person, not just the muscles, for lack of a better way Mm of saying it. So Power Moves Unlimited really spawned from this idea that, you know, yes, I'll help you get in shape, but that's going to come down to a whole lot more than just, hey, come in and see me three times a week and eat this, not that. We're going to talk about, we're going to get into some nitty gritties as far as what you really believe about yourself. It's the biggest reason why people don't kind of move forward in any area of life
0: is they have these self-limiting beliefs. So there's a a difference then between being a, a personal trainer with a holistic view and then just kind of going to the gym. Three times a week, correct? Sure.
2: And to be honest, it, the odds are not stacked in a trainer's favor. If you're just out there hustling the big box gyms, I get it. I had to start there. It was, it's tough. You know, they're not really compensated that well. And so I know in order for me to kind of fulfill my purpose within the training realm, I needed to strike out on my own, have my own business. And I've always been pretty entrepreneurial anyway, so it was just a matter of time. Um, and it's worked out really, really well. So you, so you pick the fitness industry. Why is, why is health so important to you? Gosh, better question. Maybe why is it not in a way, you know, health to me is, it is a broad, broad spectrum of so many areas. Exercise and nutrition is one of the spokes in a massive wheel. And I think that's the approach I take with people too. Is like, yeah, I'm going to help you with the understanding how to eat. And that's important. How to exercise efficiently, effectively, all that. But like, Again, it goes back to like, how is your health in the area of, you know, how's your stress? As you, I'm sure, yep. understand, like, learn, learn a lot about cortisol oh, and man. how bad that can be for you. Absolutely. And so, health is an all encompassing area, mm-hmm. so to speak, that I like to, if, if a client will let me in on certain areas, I feel pretty confident if I don't have an answer, I can at least point them in the right direction.
0: So, health is, if you got health, man, you got nothing. Right, so so there's a difference between health and exercise, right? I mean, mm. health exercise is going to the gym. Health is a more holistic approach. It's it's um it's mind body. It, you're, yeah. you're you're helping your clients with, with food. I take it food for yeah. sure. How, how much of health is 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 foodie, How much of health is eating versus the workout component?
2: It's a big one. I you know if if someone comes to me with kind of a generic uh, aesthetic goal that they want to achieve, I'm gonna tell them like. It, at least 75% of this goal is going to be what you put in your gullet. So you got, we got to log that down. We got to, it becomes an education process for sure of helping them understand what's good for you, what's not, and then holding them accountable. That's the biggest thing that most people need is not just necessarily somebody like a drill sergeant, which I think is somewhat of a reputation trainers have. I'm not that guy. I, I am on the side of the client. I'm going to call you out on your crap. But I'm also gonna
0: guide them. I'm gonna teach them the stuff and while we're exercising in the right way that I want. Okay. It. Um so what, what what type of meal plans do you typically recommend? Is there is there just a common one to get people started that if I'm listening to this podcast and I said, hey, I'm I'm interested in health over over uh exercise or I'm looking focusing and learning on the health part, is there a a kind of a standard meal plan or just kind of a middle of the road that someone could get started on that you recommend? It's a great question. And to be honest, so much when I'm taking on a new client is a little bit of trying something,
2: maybe failing a little bit and then adjusting as you go. People need to understand. It's one of the biggest tips I can give somebody is to be patient, like learning your body and what's good for you might not be good for the next person. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the simplest kind of on ramps that I tell people is keeping a lower carb plan because most people are overcarbed and under protein. So I I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss, I know you are as well. Yes. I've seen a lot of great results with clients by adapting his slow carb diet, and I use that word lightly. Diet to me always has that connotation of if you get on a diet, you'll eventually get off it, and I'm much more concerned and like inspired by the the lifestyle changes and the whole, hey, h- how do we embed this into your uh, brain of like eating? Not just, hey, I'm going to do this for eight weeks. If it doesn't work out, then I'm going to go back to eat
0: Snickers at night. You know? Sure. Tim, Tim Ferriss talks about a, a moment in his book, For Our Body, where he talks about a man who's on a mountain in Japan and he just kind of comes to the, the conclusion, like, all right, man, I'm fat and this is my moment and it changes that person's life. And I know like my my, my moment was when. I went to get my physical and weighed myself in about 18 months and I stepped on the scale and I was 40 pounds overweight and I'm, and I'm like ripping off my clothes in the middle of this yeah. doctor's office trying to get every, you know, quarter ounce I can. And the woman basically looking at me and she's like, no, you're 40 pounds, you know, heavier than you were the last time you came in here to get weighed. And that was kind of my moment. And that was enough uh, fuel for me to to go, you know, two years on and, and be committed to it. Not everyone gets to have that moment, that moment of realization where they want to put down the cigarette, put, you know, put down the food, go running. Is, is there any hacks that you can think of or, that are possible or, or, or widely used that can keep people motivated for long periods to the point where it's not just a, a short period in their life it becomes who they are?
2: Yeah, it's another great question because, and I, I know you're not asking this, but I also know most people are looking for a quick fix mm-hmm. and that's a hack in itself to understand there is no quick fix. It's important to yes, have that moment of clarity of like why you're doing something. And then be honest, when I meet with a new client I'm sitting down for a consultation, a strategy session, I'm going to be asking them, why are you here? What is it for you? That is make you want to get out of your comfort zone, do something you've never done, try to get on a quote plan, you know, all that stuff. So the biggest thing that I can, encourage someone is to just make a decision that you're going to do something today. Don't wait
0: tomorrow. Do something today that is actually going to move your progress forward. Okay. I like that. Well, you know, JD and I have uh, some similar philosophies on, on, on exercising, on health, uh, food, Tim Ferris. I think the other thing that uh, we found that we also have in common is our love of pop popcorn. Uh, they are sponsored yes. of this. I know you're a fan of it. This stuff to me is exceptional. We have a, a mutual friend of ours is that is running this a woman by the name of Carmen Moody, mm-hmm. fantastic businesswoman. If I'll just take this moment, as people are feeling healthy and they're in that in that space. If you're interested in getting popcorn, certainly go online. If you're a retailer, this stuff is, it, it's healthy. When I have my cravings, I can go to it real quick and it tastes real good. So I know, I know you're a fan of it too. Yes. I'm just going to while we're on the food, uh, the topic of healthy food, I'm just going to throw that in there.
2: You couldn't be buying
0: from better people either. Yes. It's, it's, it's low country local. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's, uh, yeah, it's good people with, and best of, most importantly, it's a fantastic product. So we'll absolutely, through, okay. could couldn't, couldn't let that one go. So we've talked about Tim Ferriss, and you know there's some other I think hacks that we've 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 both used. If if I'm listening to this podcast, what, what are what's a, a good hack or a good uh, resource that I can go to to kind of keep me on pace um, with, with, with my weight loss? Great question. It's honestly the next
2: step up from just kind of getting some parameters in place of things to eat, things to avoid for the time being, just to help get some little wins along the way because most people's let's be honest, we're, we're kind of in an instant gratification society. I, I'm in there too. I get it. So get celebrating some little wins early on by curbing out some, basically anything that's white at the beginning, okay. sugars, the flowers, things like that. Let's just curb it for now. So you can at least start building the belief in yourself that, Hey, I, I'm actually getting somewhere. The next step from that I recommend is getting on some sort of, um, track app, whether it's my fitness pal. I know there's several out there, but that's always been the easiest to, to keep going. I like the old saying, what doesn't get measured won't get managed. And so you have to know baseline where you're at right now in order to
0: understand where you want to go. I, uh, I had some personal experience with the uh, MyFitnessPal app. In fact, I use it for over a year. Uh, you, you think you're eating healthy, and then you start tracking everything. <laughs> nice. You look at your macros, and you're like, "Wow, that was a 4,000 calorie day." And uh, look at all the look at all that sugar and uh, all yeah. that stuff in there. I thought I was doing well. Apparently, apparently I wasn't even close. So, right. All right, we right, we, we've we've talked a lot about uh, you know the health part, which to me is fascinating. So I love talking about it. But, but you're also you know business under yourself. I am not as prolific on Instagram as I should be, but boy, every time I, I do go on it, there's your smiling face with, uh, you know, with a tidbit for the day. How do you use social media to, to, to grow your business? Sure. To be honest, and cards on the table, I'm relatively
2: new to really incorporating social media. I've been very fortunate to have built a business that is strictly word of mouth, and I'm branched off and building, I'm scaling my business to be able to help more people in other areas of the country. Charleston included but also beyond that I have several clients in other states so I knew I wanted to branch out and just be be able to impact other people's lives outside of uh, Charleston so I've used social media specifically Instagram um, just to give good value good content on a daily basis um, that hopefully just helps people and I'm a believer in sowing and reaping and I think whatever I if I put good
0: stuff in out there, I'll come back. Well, you do put good stuff in there. And I'm just curious how, how much time do you spend a day preparing for it? Because to me, it looks like you spent a ton of time. Is it, is that true? Or is it just come naturally to you? Uh, well, thank you. A, <laughs> I do
2: spend, it's as an entrepreneur, as you know, your, your mind is always going about how I, how I can be adding value to others. And so I would say on average, prepping for, you know, when I do my daily stories, it's, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of prep time of what I want to talk about. It's important. What have I learned? Um, Putting the content out there. I'll I'll sometimes borrow from other people, which is very common in the industry Mm -hmm. to make sure, you know, you're, you're limited to the knowledge in your own brain. And I'm the first one to know like what I don't know. So I'm good with bringing other people into the game to help educate my people following. So, if,
0: if I'm a listener to this and I want to know your handle, what is your Instagram handle? it's j d. Porcelli Fitness okay, so if you're listening to this and you want some good content, I would definitely recommend you taking a look. Any tips to making social media profitable for your businesses or any anything that you've kind of learned or you know thought, hey, this is something that's really helped me, and if I'm a listener to this, there, there might be value to it
2: Yeah, it all the I hate to sound like a like a sales guy but it all goes back to the no like trust factors of people want to do business with people that they know that they believe that they trust. And so the whole point of social media, what makes it so useful as an entrepreneur. And uh, even if you're not an entrepreneur, you just have a message that you want to convey to the world uh, is that it's basically your own TV station. You get to broadcast anything and everything, any time of the day, which is pretty cool. So I suggest using it if you have a message that you want the world to know about. Be consistent so that people come to trust that this is a consistent person giving good value.
0: And one day, when the timing is right, maybe they'll need you for one reason or another. I dig it. So you're obviously very uh, knowledgeable and educated on the health and the fitness, but uh, you know you're a business too. You're in the in the low country. You're 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 growing. What's been the biggest uh, challenge that you faced growing your business here in the low country? Annie? tips that you can use to overcome that? Probably like any business owner
2: listening in, it's the the early days. Mm -hmm. It's the startup phase of building your name, building your brand, getting enough business coming in so that you can keep the lights on. I'm sure every entrepreneur understands that. Uh, Anybody who's in the hunt for something, it's so easy to give up early on and think, maybe I did something wrong. But if you believe in
0: your mission, you believe in the end goal, you have to keep going. It's the best way to go. Okay. So I, I, I want to kind of transition to a set of fun questions, if uh, if that's right.
2: Matt, Let's I'm ready for fun.
0: Mind. Let's do some fun. Um, so we, we've talked that you know, health can be defined in a lot of ways. It's not just weight loss or abs or whatever. I mean, I'd like to think it's abs, which um, I really don't have yet. Uh, but uh, what's your proudest health story that you've been instrumental in?
2: Uh, there's been so many. And the one that comes to mind is a lady that I was helping – not too long ago that came to see me. She had been training for a while with someone else and she was fairly in shape, but still wasn't where I saw her, where she could be. And just a side note on that. Sometimes it takes other people to see your potential. It's hard to kind of bring it out in yourself. You need somebody to help kind of bring that out. And I saw it and we decided to work together and we started more strength training because she had very little upper body strength great like strong lower body but upper was like non-existent and she knew it and now over the course of a year it's been amazing to watch and where she even when she's able to like look in the mirror after doing sets whether it's pressing motions pulling motions etc she is almost in awe of like how am i pop like this how one actually this, works. How was this week? Yeah, <laughs> right? and I'm like, yeah. yeah I, I kind of know what I'm doing. That's awesome. awesome. And she's doing handstands now, for goodness' sake! It's <laughs> and she's gone through a lot of personal stuff as well. So I feel like I've been able to be a part of her journey, not just health wise, but also the spiritual side, the relationship side. And know that you know she's got somebody rooting her on. Yes, eat eat this, not that. Yes, exercise this way. But honestly, I think big. Everybody's fighting about. It. Okay. And when you have somebody that's just got your back, I think that's what also builds a good business too. Good. I like that.
0: What is, uh, you know, bang for your buck. You you can only give the listeners one tip here. Bang for what is the single best tip that you can add to the quality, that will add to the quality of their life? Is it cutting out sugar? Is it the my fitness power? Just one thing that a listener can walk away from and say, this has got the most impact in my life. Mm. Less stress. Less stress. Figure out a way to stress less. It's just not worth it and it does a number on your whole body. Wow, I like that answer. That is a good one. And then the last in this kind of fun section here, what does Gally JD do for fun? What do you do for fun in the low country?
2: I've done a lot of stuff. Um, I love the beach, love eating an enormous amount of food but I calculated properly. Sure. See what I did there? Just circle back. <laughs> and right there's now. cheat days. We all get cheat days. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, my wife and I love hanging out with friends. The, the average low country life, you could say. We are
0: very blessed. We have a lot of fun, a lot of people. We're always up for hanging out, doing cool stuff. Well, that kind of, with that kind of attitude, I guess uh, life is always fun. It's always. always. So I, I typically, uh, you know, at this point of the uh, interview, wrap up with a, with a very standard question. And so I got to get you on the record for it. Just, Tell the listeners what your vision is for the future of Charleston, South Carolina. I've been here nine and a half years, and you've been here since
2: earlier this year. Earlier this year, yes. And you've probably seen it grow. I've seen it grow dramatically, and it's always been a place. Like I mentioned, I've lived in a lot of places, and I've always felt at home here. But to feel at home in a place that is growing the way it is with so many industries, and you're meeting so many people, and so many people are friendly here that want uh, to make an impact it's a really special time to be alive in charleston south carolina so visualized i don't even know what that looks like other than i'm glad to be a part of it in any capacity whether it's entrepreneurship fitness or otherwise
0: i just know we're we're, we're the we're the coolest city in america cool so if i'm listening to this podcast and i think hey you know what that jd guy sounds like uh, it sounds all right i want to you know i want to kind of reach out to him and, and learn a little bit more about health and fitness what's the best way for a listener to get in touch with you
2: I use Instagram quite a bit to contact and uh, connect with my clients or people that just have questions in general. So you can definitely find me on Instagram. You can also email me at
0: jd at powermovesunlimited.com. Uh, those are probably the best two. Okay. And, and for the listeners out there, I will certainly put uh, your contact information in the, in the show notes. So if uh, you didn't have a kind of paper you're driving in the car and you yeah. didn't, didn't, didn't have a chance to pull over and get it, they so will be in the show notes so you can reach out <laughs> that way too. And I want to throw it out there for your wonderful listeners. If they
2: mention that they heard us on this show and they wanted to talk
0: more, I do strategy sessions over the phone, but also I'll offer a free personal training session. Building Charleston podcast, adding value to uh, the low Country every chance we get. Awesome. I like it. That's a great offer. Thank you. So with that, uh, this is a typical part of the show where I, I add my, my pro tip, my Building Charleston pro tip for the week. So I'm going to take a quote from the movie Miracle. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, the 1980 uh, U.S. Olympic team that beat the heavily favored Soviets to win the gold. Uh, Herb Brooks, who was the coach and really the, the focal point of the movie, is quoted as saying, the legs feed the wolf as he's running his team into the ground in an epic four-line drill. He lets it be known that they may not be the best team at the Olympics, but they darn well better be the best condition. As I got prepared to talk with JD, that movie scene just kind of popped in my head instantly. Here in the Low country, most of us are working really hard so that when the time comes, we can play really hard. And unless you're attending to your health, you can't really enjoy all that's going on with this Low country living lifestyle that we have down here. In my experience, when I was busting my butt, I didn't realize it. My health got out of whack. I gained my 40 pounds and I started feeling the effects of what happened with that really awful lifestyle, for lack of a better term. But I was blessed to have that someone in my life who almost carbon copied to JD and that guy got me back on track. What JD teaches is not just exercise, it's health. So just like the legs feed the wolf, your health is going to drive the rest of your low country life and really make it the best low country life that you can possibly have. If you like this episode and you want to hear more, please like our podcast and subscribe. Building Charleston podcast will be publishing each week through the end of the year. And we've got a lot more exciting interviews that are on deck. If you have any questions or comments or you know someone who should be featured on the show, just reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Finally, if you are a business in the Lowcountry who's looking to expand or relocate your business, or if you're listening to us from somewhere outside the Charleston area and you're considering moving your business to the Lowcountry, please give me a call. My number is 843-508-3038. And again, all my contact information will be in the show notes. And I'm happy to show you what it takes to grow your company here in Charleston, South Carolina. I do have a personal ask this week uh, for my listeners. Lane Commercial Real Estate has been hired by a local developer to find tenants for a dog-focused retail center. We have commitments from a vet, a dog daycare, a dog-friendly drinking establishment. If you have a dog or pet-related business that you think would go really well in this development, please reach out to me. We've got some space for some other tenants in it, and I can show you uh, a little bit more about the opportunities of locating at this uh, up-and-coming development. With that, thank you one last time to JD from Power Moves Unlimited. Thank you to the listeners for downloading and tuning in. Go out there, everyone, and make it a great week.
1: This episode of Building Charleston is brought to you by Lane Commercial Real Estate, the Lowcountry's premier commercial real estate brokerage firm focused exclusively on representing Charleston's office, retail, and industrial tenants. If you're responsible for your company's real estate needs and your company is expanding, downsizing, looking to open a new location, or opening the first office in the Charleston area... Give us a call at eight four three five zero eight three zero three eight, or go to our website at www.lanecre.com. That's L-A-I-N-E-C-R-E dot com.